Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top local story on WBBM, two people are dead, three others injured in a shooting on the far south side last night. WBBM's Rachel Pearson reports. A family celebration turned violent as gunfire rang out near Wendell Smith Park in Roseland. Chicago Police Commander Tyrone Pendarvis says someone in a gray Honda sedan pulled up to the group of people around 8 p.m. and started shooting. People just enjoying their family activity, but violence prevails in the city and it's unfortunate that these five individuals were shot. A 37-year-old man died at the scene. A 33-year-old man was later pronounced dead at a hospital in Oak Lawn. A 27-year-old man remains hospitalized in critical condition, while two other men are listed in fair condition. Pendarvis says police continue to search for the suspect. We're trying to recover as much video as we can from the ring cameras and cameras in the area. That's the latest from Roseland. Meantime, a man is dead after a shooting last night in the West Pullman neighborhood. Police say there was a physical altercation between two men at about 11 p.m. at the original Maxwell Street Express near 116th and Halstead. They were in the vestibule of the restaurant. One pulled out a gun and shot the other man in the back. Police say he was pronounced dead at the scene. Nobody is in custody. Detectives are investigating. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBM. Some street closures are already in effect for the NASCAR Chicago Street Race coming up the first weekend of July. The city's Department of Transportation and the OEMC are reminding everyone that a full closure remains in place on Wells from Michigan to Columbus. Balbo is closed from Michigan to Lakeshore Drive, but the intersection remains open. In addition, one lane of Jackson is closed from Michigan to Columbus. All closure information can be found online at chicago.gov OEMC. An investigation continues into the mass shooting in southwest suburban Willowbrook early yesterday morning that left one person dead and 22 others wounded. DuPage County Sheriff's Deputy Chief Eric Swanson. DuPage County Sheriff's Deputies were in the area of Honeysuckle Rose Lane and Route 83 and heard numerous gunshots fired and responded to an area where a large gathering of people was happening. A witness says it appears two groups of people were shooting at each other as the people were attending a Juneteenth celebration. Several others were injured while trying to run away. A DuPage County Sheriff's Office spokesperson says they haven't identified those responsible. A vigil for the victims will be held at 6 this evening on Route 83 and Honeysuckle Rose Lane. The Help Wanted sign continues to be out for nurses in Chicago and across the country. David Coppins is CEO and co-founder of IntelliCare, a nursing agency based in Massachusetts. He tells WBBM, Illinois is searching for nurses. We'll be a shortage of about 15,000 RNs by 2025. And, you know, even though Illinois has the highest average nurse turnover compared to other Midwestern states, it is actually lower than the national average. 
but it is projected to get worse. That's in part because of thousands of nurses retiring. And Coppin says Illinois is also looking for some nurses more than others. Recently, Illinois made a very smart move. They now require that companies like ours provide employed nurses, not 1099 independent contractors. So studies have shown that employees provide higher quality care than 1099 independent contractors. See, employees can receive training and direction, while contractors cannot. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics says the U.S. healthcare system will need to add at least 200,000 new nurses every year through the year 2026. Terry Keschner, 105.9 WBBM. Interim Chicago Police Superintendent Fred Waller will join community members at the Paint the Hood Orange Block Party taking place just after one this afternoon at the Pullman Porter Museum on 104th Street. The event is intended to focus on gun violence prevention and advocacy for communities and families. The Indiana Department of Natural Resources has been responding to a call from Governor Eric Holcomb during his 2020 State of the State address to plant one million trees within five years. Thanks to efforts from the Division of Forestry and its partners, more than 253,000 seedlings were planted this spring. That brings the total so far to just under 965,000. A menopause medication that's in development is also shedding light on Wisconsin's emerging biotechnology scene. Dr. Karen Frick is the chief scientific officer of Estrogenics, a pharmaceutical company based in Milwaukee. The company is in the process of developing a medication that will treat hot flashes and other symptoms of menopause in women. Estrogenics is part of Wisconsin's emerging biotechnology scene, and she says every innovation out of the dairy state attracts attention, inspiration, and investor dollars. You know, success begets success, and so if, you know, some really exciting things are coming out of Wisconsin, um, then hopefully that will help to urge others to either pursue their entrepreneurial um, interests or invest in companies here. Rob Hart, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. School is out for the summer, but the focus on making kids better readers does not take a break. Susan Lambert, Chief Academic Officer at Amplify, a reading assessment and curriculum company, tells WBBM kids and teachers have more tools than ever today, but also more distractions and challenges. What teachers don't have Um, is they're not graduating from college grounded in the evidence of what they should be teaching. And so I think it's really difficult for teachers nowadays. They get information from all different directions. And what do you do? How do you navigate that? Um, How do you make sense of all that? And what do you do to help support your students? Amplify's latest research brief shows the academic recovery post-pandemic is continuing. There are now more students on track for learning to read than there were a year ago. Still, though, not as many as before COVID. All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.